Welcome back to Navigating Law School Admissions with Miriam and Christy. In this podcast, you usually hear from Miriam and Christy. But not in this episode. Today, you will hear from some of our favorite people on the planet, our students. We interviewed six current students at Harvard and six current students at Yale. They very generously offered to provide you with their advice. In this episode, we are calling Student Voices. Throughout the episode, you will hear Christy and me ask them five different questions with a few of our students answering each one of them. As usual, our students say it best. Truly, they really, really do. Let's begin with some introductions from our students, Babs, Adam, Michelle, Arib, Nathan, Jonathan, Pablo, Lauren, Samantha, Renee, Will, and Valentina. We are so, so excited for you to hear directly from them. Here they are to tell us about each of their backgrounds and interests. Hi, guys. My name is Babs, and I'm a rising 3L at Harvard Law School. I spent the first half of my life in the California Bay Area and the second half in College Station, Texas. I graduated from Texas A&M University in 2017 with a Bachelor's of Science in Biomedical Sciences and taught high school biology and physics for two years before starting law school. I decided to go to law school because I knew working in a research lab wasn't for me, and the prospect of making it my life's work to have loved science in the context of the law was really exciting to me. At HLS, I am the co-president of APALSA, the Asian Pacific American Law Students Association, and the Vice President of Advising of the Board of Student Advisors. I'm also the creator of Banter with Babs, a YouTube channel where I talk about all things LSAT and law school. So my name is Adam. I'm from uh, Columbus, Ohio, originally. I went to Notre Dame undergrad. Um, after I graduated from law school, I lived for a year in Malaysia uh, on a Fulbright grant, uh, which was a crazy, amazing, difficult rewarding experience. Um, and then I returned to the States um, and did about three and a half years in uh, campaign work. So in Iowa and elsewhere, um, which was a crazy, difficult, amazing experience in its own, um, in its own right. Um, and then I am in Yale Law School and pursuing a lot of different legal interests. So I've gotten to love um, aggregate litigation and class action work. Um, and have gotten into veterans law quite a bit um, through the, the Veterans Legal Services Clinic. Um, and then also I'm interested in, in race and the law. Hey, I'm Michelle. Um, I'm from Tucson, Arizona. I went to the University of Arizona Honors College for undergrad, um, studied journalism and political science, sort of fell in love with storytelling and often ended up writing about the law, speaking to lawyers um, and attorneys and sort of became very passionate about that and wanted to learn more about it. Um, and so after I graduated, I went and worked in the Senate for two and a half years as a communication staffer for two different senators and got to work with just brilliant attorneys and um, watching people, you know, write federal legislation. And um, I was just so excited about that, that I wanted to be the kind of person that could one day draft legislation and sort of understand how it truly fits into um, our legal scheme. So I decided to apply to law school and it was been the best decision so far. My name is Ari. I am, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm now a rising 3L at Yale Law School. I originally hail from Dallas, Texas. Uh, my parents are Pakistan immigrants. I was born and raised in Texas there for uh, my whole life. Um, I went to UT, UT Dallas for undergrad. 
And there I studied political science and economics, and I became really interested in housing and segregation law. And that sort of pivoted me into thinking about law school and um, thinking about how to use the law to help integrate some of the communities in our country. My name is Nitin. I'm an HLS student. I'm a JD MPP, so I am finishing up. I just finished my 1L year, and then I'm going to Harvard Kennedy School next year. Um, I did my undergraduate degree at the University of Maryland College Park, where I studied neurobiology and physiology. And then after my undergraduate degree, I took a couple years to work in the Maryland State Senate, um, where I was a chief of staff for a state senator. Uh, and kind of like my path to law school was really just, I fell in love with the law while I was working there. I was taking kind of a gap to try and apply to medical school at the time. And I realized through my work, I was just like, wow, I really want to do this for the rest of my life, probably. Um, so I put in some applications, uh, was fortunate enough to get accepted in Harvard. Uh, and now I'm at Harvard working mostly on civil rights law over the summer. Um, but I have a very broad set of interests, so who knows where law school will take me. My name is Jonathan. I am, it's crazy to say, but I'm now a rising 2L at a Yale Law School. And I guess a little bit about myself. I uh, came to Yale actually from Morehouse College. Uh, I'm a proud Morehouse man, and that's where I graduated in uh, 2019. I'm originally from the West Coast, the San Francisco Bay Area, but my family is now in Charlotte, which is where I'm actually working for the summer. I'm uh, working at the public defender's office here. And, you know, I came to law school with kind of interest in, in racial justice and in a public interest. I know that's such a loose term, but um, I've always been interested in kind of criminal defense and racial justice and issues of inequality. So my name is Pablo. I grew up on the West Coast in the Bay Area. I was born to Mexican-American parents who began working in the fields by the age of five as migrant workers. Um, as first-generation college and graduate school alumni, uh, my parents used education as an avenue to rise in the middle class and, and then they dedicated the rest of their lives to serving underrepresented communities as teachers and leaders in the, in the healthcare, in healthcare initiatives. Given my parents' history, the American dream and, and way of life were very real and, and sacred to me. So before finishing my senior year of high school, I thought a, a natural way to, to give back and to serve uh, uh, the country and the nation would be to forego the opportunity to play college baseball and actually delay my matriculation to undergrad at Stanford to serve in the U.S. Army. So um, I went out of high school and uh, essentially treated it as a gap year to go to, to join the military. But then in 2018, I simultaneously commissioned as an officer in the U.S. Army Signal Corps. Um, this role sent me on a journey up the East Coast. Uh, I first lived in Georgia then spent some time in D.C. and rest in Virginia. From D.C., I moved to New York City, um, where I actually had a short stint as a paralegal. And then in 2020, I finally made it to Cambridge to attend Harvard Law School. Hi, everyone. My name is Lauren. I'm a 3L at Yale, and I'm currently working at a law firm in New York. Um, I came into law school interested in international law, human rights, and so that translated naturally to right now doing international arbitration at the law firm. Um, but recently, I discovered an interest in tax, so I'm adding that onto the list. My name is Samantha. I am a Harvard Law School student, a rising 2L now. I graduated from Dartmouth College in 2018. I was a Native American Studies and Government double major. Um, I'm a member of the Wampanoag Javaquina, importantly. Um, which is a local tribe in Massachusetts. I'm interested in uh, Native American rights, federal Indian law, tribal sovereignty, and the intersection of that with environmental justice and climate resilience. 
Um, what else? I'm involved on campus. I'm involved with the American Law Students Association, the um, Harvard Environmental Law Review, the Harvard Human Rights Advocates. I'm an admissions ambassador. And what else? The Women's Law Students Association. I am Renee. I'm a rising 2L at Yale Law School. Um, I am from New York City originally. I grew up there, but then I went to West Point for college, graduated in 2015. Um, at West Point, I majored in Arabic and comparative politics. I was on the swim team. Um, I ended up commissioning as an engineer officer. So after West Point, I actually went to grad school for two years. I got my master's in human rights and humanitarian action from um, Sciences Po in Paris, which was an incredible experience. And then after that, I finally did the real army thing for four years as an engineer. I was mainly doing construction project management and then planning, um, all those sorts of things. Hi, my name is Wolf and I'm a rising 2L at Harvard Law School. I'm originally from the suburbs of Atlanta. Both sides of my family are all from Atlanta. I'm the only one that left. And so uh, I left home at 18 for college, went up to the Northeast, uh, enjoyed my time there. And then I actually took five years off prior to law school to work. I thought it was initially just going to be a two-year situation where I work for a couple of years and then uh, go ahead and apply and head back to school. But I kept saying yes to things. My background and interest has a lot to do with the intersection of race, politics, uh, and the law. And so really thinking about how those uh, topics enter interplay, what is the history uh, behind uh, a lot of policy decisions as it relates to the Black community and, and what ways can law be the intervention for it. My name is Valentina. I use she, her pronouns. I'm originally from Florida, but moved to the Northeast for college and have been here since. I graduated from Yale in 2019 and then spent two years working in legal aid and nonprofit governance. Before starting law school, I was an SEO law fellow. I'm now a 2L at Yale Law School. At YLS, I'm a member of our Worker and Immigrant Rights Advocacy Clinic, the Yale Law Journal, and the Latinx Law Student Association. I hope to ultimately pursue a career at the intersection of litigation and legislative advocacy. Here is our first question. If you could give current law school applicants one piece of advice, what would it be? My piece of advice would be to not focus on the rankings. Um, so to focus on what school is the right fit for you. Um, this could be the location of the school, um, what their area of specialization is, is the size, um, interesting professors, things like that. Um, I chose Yale because I like the small class sizes, I like the community, I like the professors, and it just happened to be ranked high. Um, but I would tell people who are applying, really look at schools in the area that you want to practice, the size that feels most comfortable to you, and what has a particular area that you're interested in um, that they specialize in or have uh, good professors in. My biggest piece of advice, and this is something that I really hope people take seriously, is please start early. Oftentimes people, they're focusing on the tests, they're focusing on their LSAT or GRE score and putting a lot of effort into that, which obviously very important and thinking, oh, a personal statement is two pages, diversity statement, max one page, resume, it's not going to take that much time. But I think when you sit down and really start playing with ideas for your personal statement and other statements, uh, and you really start going through the writing process, you realize that it takes 
a lot longer than you might originally anticipate. And you don't want to be one of those people that are rushing towards meeting a deadline um, and then catching typos at the last second because that's something I see very often. I felt that way when I applied and I wish I started earlier and I see it in a lot of my friends who have applied that I'm reviewing applications at the very last second. And I see uh, a typo here or a paragraph that can be fixed here or a sentence that doesn't really sound right here. And I think like if, if you just gave yourself an extra week, an extra month to release it through and percolate through ideas, read aloud your essays to see how it sounds just to make sure that your application is perfect. I think that can really help a lot of applicants out. But in this, identifying the process, I started writing the personal statement very early on. I, I knew that the schools I was most interested in had a two-page limit, double-spaced, self-point font. So I started writing. And I think that was probably the most beneficial part of it for me. So I already had letters of rec out of the way, so I wasn't stressing about that. Um, but I needed, I needed that time to write. I was not happy with my personal statement for a long time. I went through many versions. Um, and had I not started the process early, um, I think I would have been a little more anxious about everything. I feel like so often the advice around law school application process and getting ready for law school is like making sure that you have everything that you need for the application, meaning the LSAT or the GRE, the resume, the personal statement, diversity statement, if you so choose, letters of, of, of recommendation and reference. For me, the best prep that I did during the law school application process was actually therapy because I really wanted to get to a place where I was um, had the tools that I needed to navigate an intense environment. And I felt like I had some of those, but I wanted to make sure that I was developing other coping mechanisms to be able to uh, stop take check of like emotional regulation to understand hmm, how am I feeling? Let's sit with those emotions. What is the cause of those emotions? And what's one thing that I can do to sort of move forward? And I think that that was helpful, not only during the application process, but the best prep as you're preparing to go into sort of an intense environment. Don't let online forums like Reddit hold you back. If I let some of the posts I read online get to me during the application process, I might have never applied to YLS. I worry that others take themselves out of the running prematurely because of what they read online. I'm a 2L at Yale Law now. I found my closest friends in law school and feel fulfilled academically as well as personally. I'm happy I did not let those forms get to me before I even applied here. I think it's important to be your own advocate during the application process. Don't discount yourself. Like one of the things that I found the hardest to do about the law school application process was talking up myself. Um, I think it's like a thing that most people tell you not to do or like can be a little strange to do in an application is go, oh, I'm really great. And this is why I'm great. Um, but you are really great. And you should tell people why you're great. Uh, and I think that's what the application process is for. So if you're struggling with that, I would say don't worry too much about feeling like you're talking yourself up too much. That's what the application process is for. You are doing extraordinary things and you can get into a really great school. So don't discount yourself up front. Question two. When you look back at your law school application, what do you feel was most successful, either related to the application itself or how you approached the process? I cannot emphasize highly enough how important it was for me to take time off between college and law school. 
I truly believe that being a teacher afforded me the opportunity to learn some real world lessons and skills that I simply would not have had if I went straight through. Teaching taught me how to be confident, patient, conscious of how my actions can have a rippling impact on those around me. It provided me with the framework I needed to contextualize my law school experience. So I think the most important thing for me was how I approached letters of recommendation. Um, so I think I did two things well here. So I focused on professors who knew me well um, and could talk about me as a as a person and as a student, um, not necessarily the most fancy professors with the most highly regarded titles, but the professors who had had me in a class or two who really kind of knew me as a as an individual and they could write much more genuinely about the type of person I am. Um, and the second thing that I did is I stayed in touch with these professors after undergrad. So I would send them an email once or twice a year, just giving a quick update, telling them what I was up to. And that made the process of um, going back to them and asking for the letter a lot more genuine and a lot more like following up on a conversation rather than starting a new one. Um, so it's so much easier if you stay in touch with your professors once you leave your law school or once you leave your undergrad. Uh, if you know you want to go to law school. You know, I'm just going to be candid. I didn't have the highest LSAT score. And I felt, you know, based off of that, you know, seeing some of the medians and looking at some of the chants we posts on Reddit and other fora, I I was like, I don't have a shot at, at getting into Yale and Harvard and some of these other schools. And I think, Timber, that kind of low-key turned into a blessing in disguise because... I felt like based on some of the parts of my application that weren't as strong as the other parts, like my test scores, I went like, I need to put even more effort into some of the things that I've heard on so many of these four that don't matter, like the softs, the personal statements, the, you know, some of the essays. And I feel like I really took a lot of time to, to craft a, a narrative throughout the application that that I thought painted a picture of me and where I had been and why law school was a, you know, a really sensible and just made a lot of sense as a next step of my journey. And I think, you know, when I looked at my application after it was done, I was like, damn, this, this personal statement looks really good. This divert, I know I wrote a diversity statement that I thought was really good. My letters of recommendation, I thought were all, uh, you know, I don't know what they wrote about me, obviously, but I, I thought that they were pretty strong. And so I think uh, one of the biggest strengths for my application in Amber is I just really put in a lot of effort into some of the non-quantitative, non-GPA LSAT parts of my application. And I think that's what's shown through. My personal statement, I would say, is was the strongest piece of my application. Um, it, can, it can be hard to summarize your life in two, in two pages. But after several drafts, you just kind of find that there is a reason you want to go to law school and you just have to try to draw that out of yourself. So just don't be afraid to write it down um, and then just keep rewriting it and run it by your mom, run it by a mentor. And um, that's what I was able to do is able to talk about what is the one skill that I've been using throughout my life that drove me to law school. And for me, that was storytelling, communicating, writing. And that is something that's you know perfect for law school. And so you just sort of weave a narrative to show why you chose the the major you did, the job you did, and then why law school, why now? So 
I think that one thing that really helped me was I thought a lot about why I wanted to go to law school before I went to law school, mostly because I wasn't planning on going to law school before I went to law school. Uh, so I had to do that thinking like practically, right? Because I had such a strong sense of why I wanted to go, I felt that law could be something that could be used to really improve people's lives. And I'd seen firsthand how that was done. And then that was what I wanted to write about in my application. It was really easy for me to hone in on that central theme in almost every aspect of my application and know like that's what I'm trying to get across is that I want to go into law because I feel it's a powerful tool to improve people's lives. And that made approaching each essay so much easier because you're not sitting there going, well, how do I talk about my diversity? You're still thinking about your central theme while you're trying to tell people about yourself. And I felt that gave me a really good North Star for the application process. This is such an interesting question coming from admissions. Um, I think one of the successful things that I tried to get across is just being really earnest and honest about everything that I wanted to accomplish. One of the things that I really prioritized was introspection and just thinking about what I really wanted to do with my life. Like law school is not easy and making sure that you stay motivated the whole time can be difficult if you don't realize the goals that you'd like to achieve after law school rather than making law school itself the goal. So I just kept my long-term ideals and dreams in the forefront of my mind and made sure that I talked about those before I talked about wanting to go to law school. Um, and then making sure that it all made sense was pretty easy. Our third question is one of my favorites. You know, I love to bust a myth. So we had to ask our students, what is one myth you'd like to bust about the law school admissions process? One myth that I would like to bust about law school admissions is the idea that you are just a number. And by number, I'm referring to your LSAT score and cumulative GPA. I've heard this myth just about everywhere you can find law school advice, and it's simply just not true. There's so much more to your story than your scores. And I believe that the law school admissions process is very intentional about dra drawing out your narrative. Yes, the numbers matter, and obviously they're important. But once the readers look at the numbers, they also look at everything else that you've prepared and seeing who the person you are. Um, and so I've, I tell this to a lot of people who come to me, it's important that to make sure to shoot your shot everywhere because you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't, you don't take. And I think that's very important. The worst that can happen is that a school will say no to you. You do not need to have these superb 4.0s plus the 180 in order to get a look at you. Like those are, I did not have that on the LSAT, um, and here I am today. I love this question because I feel like admissions officers talk all the time about how the application process is holistic and people are like, no, it's not. It's just like numbers and stats and all of those things. But I really feel as though the application process is holistic and that you should apply if it is a school that you're really interested in and you have a very particular reason and view about why you want to go there and what you can contribute to that school's community and uh, how you plan to use your time at the school uh, to develop the skills, the resources, the tools to, to going into the, the next stage of your life. But I truly felt like my application was so much more than just the test scores and the GPAs and um, all of just the, the numbers. 
coming from a state school, I think a lot of people think state school kids don't have as good of a chance of getting into, um, you know, higher ranked law schools. And I would say in my experience and from from people I've met at HLS and different law schools, that's it's just not the case. You're you're more diverse, honestly, going to a state school um, and you can have really unique experiences that you can bring to the table. So I would say don't um, ever doubt yourself because you went to a state school. And yes, you can succeed once you get into um, a higher ranked school as well. So that's what I would say. One myth that I would want to bust about law school admissions is that you have to have an absolutely clear reason of why you want to go to law school. Um, I didn't know. I had no idea why I wanted to go to law school. And I was very scared that would come across in my application of, oh, this person has no direction. She doesn't know what she's doing. We're not going to admit her. But I think, I hope that what I lacked in direction, I made up for my application by showing how much I enjoyed learning, um, how much I enjoyed seeing new things and solving problems, thinking in different ways and speaking with others. Um, Because you're really not trying to show the admissions committee that you're going to be the best lawyer at saving the world or anything. You're trying to show them that you're going to be a really great law student in their classroom and in their community, and they would want to welcome you into it. Our fourth question is a fun one. What has been your favorite thing about law school so far? I feel like this will probably be a, uh, an answer that a lot of my friends and peers give on this on this segment. But I think uh, the community is has been my has been my favorite part about law school. My favorite thing about law school, far and above anything else, is meeting so many people with different backgrounds and and different interests. Um, people from or people at YLS have such different backgrounds and are going to go off and do such amazing, diverse, robust things. And it feels like for three years, we kind of all converge at this place where we learn together and we have fun together and we really enjoy each other's company. And then we all go off and do our own things in a different part of the world. And it's just really cool to get to know people that I would have never met otherwise, um, who are from different backgrounds that I am, um, who are interested in something that's completely different from anything I would have even thought about. So just getting to know people who are so so nice, welcoming, and, um, and smart is just an amazing community to be in. My favorite thing so far has just been like all the people that I've met. Um, you can have these like intellectual conversations about things you may know nothing about that your peers are super passionate about and the ability to learn from them is amazing and you might be like the one sunny day in the courtyard you're just sitting around a circle in a circle with your friends and laughing about like what might have happened in class and then going into like a recent supreme court decision and then talking about like the sports that are on the weekend and a reality tv show and all these sorts of different things and i think that um having friends at law school who understand what you're going through so they can sort of like give you the perspective of what matters and what doesn't matter is important um, while also providing you with like an outlet um, whenever you may need it. And I think it's always really nice to make new friends for me, at least to hear about their lives, their before law school lives. Um, And I think that that's really important too, so that we can sort of like remember where we came from when you're telling stories or interacting with people. I think it's hard to get lost in all of it, um, but you need those people there to like keep you grounded and keep you centered. Um, And so I'm grateful for the friends that I've made through the process. Something different just from talking about how great the people are. I think law school has made me a more critical thinker 
As I read and engage with the law, I've developed a sharper eye to separate out layers of nuance. I also engage with current events more critically and try to practice seeing the world through different lenses and perspectives. So I think combined these skills learned in law school just make me a more engaged listener and a more compassionate person. I'm grateful for growing as a thinker in these ways while in law school. My favorite thing about law school is the collaboration. My impression of law school has been largely impacted by movies such as Legally Blonde, The Paper Chase, all of which depict law school as a sort of cutthroat, unforgiving environment. And I found that that is just not the case. At Harvard, we share notes, we study together, we support one another, and our professors are kind and understanding. I've just been really pleasantly surprised by the atmosphere cultivated at law school. I have to preface this too by saying I think it's a really easy answer to say the people because I think that that's true and that's probably going to be true for most folks who are thinking about their favorite parts of law school because the people are incredible. But I do think one of my other favorite aspects of law school was learning about different aspects of the law that I didn't think would relate to what I want to do, but I realize now are so important. Um, similar things like property and torts and civil procedure, things that I learn now as I'm an intern, like doing like somewhat legal practicing um, things. And so after realizing that those are all inherently intertwined into my goals, it made law school actually feel a lot more manageable and relevant and pertinent to my goals in the long term. Fifth and final, if you could go back and give your 1L self some advice, what would it be? You will survive. Sleep a little more and don't be scared to take some time for yourself. There will always be another article, book, or textbook to read. There won't always be the opportunity to see the world leaders speak. There won't always be the opportunity to travel and have open-ended debates with peers and other graduate students. Those interactions are unique to academia, and it is what I miss most every time I leave campus. I'm convinced that students solve world problems over ice cream, hot Cheetos, and takeout in between classes and late at night. Ultimately, have fun. Engage with all that Harvard has to offer, not just what the law school has to offer, and I promise you, you'll be okay. It'll be a fruitful experience and you will continue to charge on to what you're meant to accomplish after law school. There's a lot of things that I wish that I could tell myself before law school. Obviously the logistical things come to the, come to like the front of my mind of just making sure that you take time for yourself, take time for your mental health, make sure that you're outlining early and surrounding yourself with a good support system. But another thing too that I think is really is, is a piece of advice that I wish I gave myself is that like, you don't have to do everything. I think a lot of people who are interested in going to law school tend to be the same type of people that want to have a hand in everything that's going on and make sure that they are, you know, like doing all of the things that make them feel like they can have a say in, in what happens. And frankly, you just don't have that much time in law school. And so making sure that you prioritize the things that you care about and develop a capacity to let go of the things that maybe just seem interesting to you, but don't necessarily give you the same fulfillment as, as the things that are really helping you along the way to achieve your goals. I would tell my 1L self to calm down 
take more naps, um, very seriously focus on your health and build up patterns of wellness early on so that as you get busier in 2L year and so on, you already have those patterns set and you know how to take care of yourself. Um, find something that you love to do and hold on to that uh, that isn't law related. I would tell myself um, to not be afraid to ask questions. I, you know, it can be quite intimidating sitting in a large room, perhaps like 80 students. Um, and you're in front of a, you know, a very smart professor and you're just, you're learning the law for the first time. And it can be very scary to speak in front of them and to ask something. But if you have a question, um, hands down, at least 10 other people in the class have that same question. So don't be afraid to ask questions, to be curious. And, you know, sometimes you won't have questions right away because you can't even process the material properly. But like two weeks later, if you have a question about something, write it down, go to a professor's office hours. Um, just engage with the material because that's when you're going to get the most out of it. And that's when you're going to perform the best on tests at the end of the year. Uh, I didn't grow up knowing any lawyers. So coming to law school was a tremendous learning curve for that reason. On top of classes, I had to learn what it means to be a legal professional in this country. What is a black letter, a journal, a clerkship? I didn't realize that some folks already came in knowing this information. My advice to my 1L self then would be to embrace the learning curve to ask questions, ask questions to literally everything. That is the only way that you learn inside and outside of the classroom. Wow. Wow. Such, such great advice from all of our students. And I hope it is helpful to our listeners. Our students are great. They are so great, Christy. I love them. I'm so glad we got a chance to have them on our podcast before we sailed into the sunset Next episode is our final episode of season three and our final episode of the series, except perhaps for the occasional special. Look out for our season and series finale in two weeks. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced by Ryan McAvoy from the Yale Broadcast Studio.